you can totally do this. You have to pause and ask yourself, what is the story I'm telling myself here? And more importantly, is that story true? We don't want the thing. We think we want the thing, but what we really want is the feeling we think the thing is gonna give us. It is that simple. It is that complicated. It is so much easier than you think it's gonna be. Clarity in what you want, confidence in who you are, and the courage to stay true to both. This is To Call Myself Beloved, the podcast with Lise Wilcox. I'm so happy you're here. (laughs) Okay. Hello, lovely, and welcome back to To Call Myself Beloved, the podcast with Lise Wilcox. This podcast today gets its inspiration, like all the best podcasts do, from binge-watching a show on Netflix. (laughs) Uh, Just like I've done in the past, you know, what we can all learn about relationships from Love is Blind. You can circle back to that episode. Today, I'm talking about inner peace being the new success. I've been wanting to talk about this particular subject for quite some time and have just been looking for or searching for the right hook, the right segue into it. And very recently, I was watching on repeat the amazing Netflix series, Say Yes, I Do. Now, yes, it's a wedding show. It's very queer eye inspired. It's about three gay men who swoop in as these fairy godmothers and, and help couples across the U.S. who've had who've experienced some adversity, some major challenge in their life, they swoop in and help create the wedding of their dreams. While I am someone who deeply desires intimate partnership, I am actually not someone who likes traditional weddings or, you know, wants a big wedding, nothing like that. So usually wedding shows are not my jam, but I had some time. So I started watching this show and I could not get enough. This show, (laughs) Say Yes, I Do, was beyond. I was laughing. I was crying. I like am trying to find a way of becoming friends with the three men. The, um, there's a chef, there's a designer and there's a fashion designer. And all three of them are just like, (laughs) they're just amazing. They have the best sense of humor. They're so easy going. And I just like want them in my life. So needless to say, I binge watched the show and uh, if you haven't watched it, just press pause on this show and or on this episode and like just go watch like all 10 episodes. You will not regret it. I promise you. Uh, but in, in any case, one of the guys, he's uh, the fashion designer, Tai Nguyen. He's this incredibly talented fashion designer in L.A. He's originally from Vietnam. And um, the guy has designed dresses for like all the people, you know, Katy Perry's on his client list. You can go to his Instagram bio and that'll take you to his website and you'll see all of his exceptionally high profile clients who have worn his bespoke creations. The guy is a powerhouse of talent. There is like not a shred of doubt that he he is wildly successful, like top of his game successful. And it's so, gosh, it's so painfully poignant as you go through this series to learn that as a gay man who's been in a partnership for like a committed partnership for 13 years to the same person, his parents don't yet approve of his 
sexuality. They don't fully accept him because they don't fully accept his sexuality. Therefore, they don't fully accept his partnership. Therefore, he has chosen not to get married legally until he can have his parents' blessing. And for me, as a transformational mindset coach, I, I wept. I wept for this man, and I, was, I found that this storyline, that narrative, that's the segue into talking about this, that no amount of success we can achieve in our life will be good enough until we fully accept ourselves, until we fully feel good enough on our own. So I just got the shivers. It's like, how true is that? You know, you see people clambering and just clambering to get to the top and, and we keep buying more and making more and spending more and getting bigger houses and getting nicer cars. And, you know, we keep climbing and climbing and climbing. And for so many of us, there is this profound absence. And that absence comes in the form of like, I have everything. So how come I don't feel right yet? Like, how come this doesn't feel like I want it to feel? And the bottom line, you know, as I've said before in previous podcasts, is that nothing will be good enough for you until you are good enough for you. So fresh off the heels of uh, watching that show back to back to back, um, I took a week off of work. And that was amazing because I've never done that before. <laughs> During my self-employment, I've never done that before. I've never felt comfortable doing that. I've never felt safe enough doing that um, for many reasons, one of which is that I love my job. Like, I love it. And, you know, it's true what they say, that <laughs> when you do what you love, the money will follow. And also, when you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. So for me, it's like, why would I take a day off of work, let alone a week left, a week off of work because I love what I do. But as my business continues to grow and scale, as it has done significantly recently, I am spreading myself more thinly during those growing pains. And because I'm still a single mom, still running a family, it's so important for me to dial up the self-care, dial up the life care, and really attend to myself, the woman, not just myself, um, you know, the business owner. I did a podcast on that uh, last week that you can check out too on, you know, what dialing up that self-care really looks and feels like uh, for you specifically. Nonetheless, I took a week off of work. My business did not implode. <laughs> and I'm going to talk about that in a little bit. Um, and I headed off to a family cottage with my little girls. And it was amazing. Um, while I was there up in the Ottawa Valley, I read Shoe Dog by Phil Knight. And oh my gosh, he's the co-founder of Nike. If you have not read this book, again, press pause on what you're, press pause on this, go read that book and then come back. Um, it's honestly one of the best books I've ever read. He describes the entrepreneurial spirit and he describes the entrepreneurial journey, like the calling thereof, uh, in the most accurate, like, oh my gosh, just the most accurate gut-punching way without romanticizing any of it. Um, it's just, Fantastic, and such the the cool thing about reading the uh, 
like the creation of that brand is that you as a consumer already know the foregone conclusion. You already know what a wild success that brand has been. And so it's just fascinating to go through, man, I think four decades of their growth process and read how it is an actual miracle that that company came to be because they had nothing but challenge and debt like almost the whole time until they became worth hundreds of millions of dollars. They were mostly in debt. It's just bananas. Anyway, Phil Knight does this beautiful job of explaining and describing this crazy entrepreneurial roller coaster, which he identifies, I would absolutely identify as well, as a calling. And when you are following your calling, as I know many listeners are, it's really hard to step away from it because it's not just a job. Like you're not... You're not just doing a job and showing up to um, pad somebody else's bottom line. You're building your life. You're creating your experience. It's this passionate, this intense experience that can be really hard to step away from. For me personally, this five-month window of COVID, um, just like cancer did actually, has it's allowed me to put a bunch of my own moving pieces of my business together. You know, during cancer, as I've said before, during cancer treatment, I should say, um, I had so much time on my hands during chemotherapy that I wrote my book proposal. And if you've ever, if you've ever even thought about writing a book, you probably know that the proposal is the hardest part because it's like a 100 page document where you have to line out or lay out everything, you know, What's the intention of the book? What's the flow of the book? Why are you the person to write it? Who's going to read it? What's your marketing plan? A table of contents, the structure, like you go through all of the things. And I did that during chemo because I had the time to do it. And beautifully, in less than a month, we are launching the book on Amazon. This is like a four-year dream in the making, and it's coming true, like August 11th. We're having our Amazon launch. You can join my launch party. If you go to my website, just sign up for my newsletter list at leasewilcox.com and you'll get all the information to join the virtual launch party, which I think is going to be really fun, especially if you, like me, are an introvert and you want to have all the fun experiences, but you kind of don't want to leave your home. This, my darling, is the launch party for you. Anyway, cancer and chemo provided this incredible opportunity to make this like massive creation for the betterment of my career, my livelihood, my family, all the things, right? And COVID has allowed me to do the same thing. It's allowed me to be here focused on what I do best and what I want to do even better. It's allowed me to put, as I say, all the moving pieces together of a business. And if you are somebody who, um, owns your own, runs your own business or has a, a, in particular, like an online service business, you understand there are so many moving pieces and you can't create a business like this overnight. Like success is such a long game. It's such a slow process because there are so many pieces that you have to get in place. I've done an episode before on beware the female empowerment brand that kind of addresses this about like, you gotta be, you gotta be very, very conscious as to what you're consuming because There are many people who will try to feed you information that's like, what the hell is wrong with you? Why can't you just launch your six-figure business overnight? Look, I did it in one launch. Those people are full of shit. There's nothing overnight about this process. It takes so long to do it properly so that you can um, set yourself up for long-lasting and sustainable success. So during COVID, I've had this like 
incredible five month window to do this. I launched courses, two new courses, actually one on confidence called like you own the place. And it's like six proven strategies to level up your own natural confidence. It's just a quick little video series and it's freaking awesome. It's 29 us dollars. It's so high impact for such little investment that I highly, highly recommend you, um, you check out lucewilcox.com to get the information because it's, it's pretty killer. My signature course, First Love Yourself, is also available. And again, like toot toot here, but I, I can't say enough great things about this course because it walks you through all of the mindset stuff uh, that I that I talk about here, that I talk about with my private clients, that I write about all the things. Um, but it's six weeks plus two bonus weeks, same thing, a video series, and in addition, a workbook. So it's like this beautiful PDF and exercises you can do at your own pace to honest to God, create long lasting change from within, especially if you're somebody for whom the cost or the time commitment of private coaching is just too much for you. This is such a good alternative. Again, crazy high impact for very little commitment. I think it's like 197 US and I, I it'll change your life. Like It's that easy. It'll just change your life. So during the last few months, I've had the chance to really relaunch those or create those as the case may be and create some solid marketing around them too. I completely revamped my website with a brand new web designer, um, overhauled and totally made over my Pinterest I went from being a total lone wolf to having an actual bona fide team between a VA, a Pinterest um, marketing specialist, a Facebook ad specialist, a web designer, a copywriter, um, a business coach. Like I've got all this team of moving, uh, moving pieces and parts in place so that I can focus on my own genius and my own gifts, strengths, and abilities, and I can have help read that again, listen to that again. So I can have help supporting me in supporting all of my clients and all of my audience, but using my gifts in the way they're best used and calling on the strengths and gifts of others in the way that they're best used. It's just been amazing. Um, it's also given me the time to really level up my thought leadership presence. Um, I've been interviewed several times in Thrive Global. Um, I've had a couple of awesome spots like guest spots on entrepreneurial podcasts and tv shows um i don't know if i should tell you this or not i have an article in forbes coming up i'm just gonna whisper that in case i am not supposed to say anything forbes like i'm gonna be in forbes i like i can't i can't even tell you how happy that makes me and I've had the time to focus on getting there. Elephant Journal, I think I'm having something published in Elephant Journal coming up. It's like this dream online presence, this dream leadership that I have been wanting to be a part of for so long. I'm now watching it unfold before my eyes. And it's just, it's so special. And I've had the time to make this happen. Um, a couple weeks ago, we were supposed to shoot the TV show that I'm going to be on as well. We were supposed to shoot season two of The Social Movement in Montreal, but there are so many people coming in from all over the world um, to do this TV show that 
you know, nobody, <laughs> nobody could get to Montreal. So that's been postponed till October. Um, but even that, that's like this significant chapter in my career that I'm watching flow and unfold in real time. And it's just, it's amazing. Um, for the first time in my life, I feel like all of these moving pieces are starting to work together. You know, it's, I've been in a building phase for so long and I know, I know in many areas of your life, you know exactly what that feels like, but I've, I've been in this building phase for so long and finally these pieces, as I say, are starting to work together and move together and support one another to grow my business. Effectively, what I've done is learn how to work smarter and not harder. You know, this is a mega mindset shift. If if you just work hard, you're not going to get to where you're going. If, if like hard work was all it took, then janitors would be the wealthiest people on the planet because those guys work their asses off. Hard work is not enough. It's about working in a smart way, in a strategic way, you know, backing it up with discipline and diligence and focus and clarity and confidence and competence and like all the things but it's not just hard work. It's so much more than that. And it's so much bigger picture than just putting your nose to the grindstone and working at it. And I feel, you know, in my 39th year on this planet, I feel personally like I've started to learn how to do that. And if you were somebody who's really feeling that, uh, like, oh, let's say getting close to adrenal failure or approaching burnout on red alert, or you're internal gas tank is being emptied and emptied and empty emptied it's time to really reevaluate this work hard versus work smart plan and I can totally help you with that so just send me a little message and we can we can get moving interestingly interestingly enough the the reason I've been able to learn to work smart and not just hard is because of my mindset mindset is the key. The hardest part of all of this, like everything that I just went on a huge wild tangent about, the hardest part of all of this has been learning to believe that I could do all of this. And that's how I can circle back to what is truly my point of this episode, that inner peace is the new success. As I have learned to cultivate this deep level of self-acceptance, I care so much less about what other people think. Uh, other people think about me. I totally stopped asking direction from people who didn't know the way. I stopped asking for their support, their validation, their approval. I totally blocked out the noise of what other people thought I should do or what they thought about what I was doing. I just blocked it out. And I focused exclusively on my own purpose and my own vision and doing it in my own way. As I said, I have hired a team. I'd like, I can't even believe that's a thing because I'm such a lone wolf and I'm so independent, but I couldn't do it by myself. And so I asked for help and I've hired this team. Um, and specifically, I've hired the right team. I've hired the right people to do the right things. And in doing so, I've created so much time and energy and space for me to focus on what I do best. And that feels like such a win. I can't even, 
I can't even describe it in words. It just feels like such a win to have people who support me in this capacity so that I can focus on what I do absolutely best. Because as you probably know, I am very passionate that about the fact that when we each show up as our truly best selves and truly in these like divine personas that we're born with, that's how we change the world. You know, when you show up as your best self with all of your, we're tapping into all of your unique strengths and abilities, that's what creates this beautiful ripple effect in your own life. So it's really important for me to show up in that way in my own life, doing what I do best so I can create the biggest impact possible and have that ripple out around me. Interestingly enough, the more validation I gave to myself, the less validation I needed from others. And then the more validation I got from others. You know, like the more I gave it to myself, the less I needed it from other people. And ironically, the more I got. The less I followed the rules and the more I marched to the beat of my own drum and stayed on my own path and did things in the way they felt that felt really good to me, not on the five-step system other people were marketing to me, the more accepted I actually became. Now I can tell you, like I've always had really wonderful clients, um, but man, my private coaching clients right now are so aligned. Like every phone call I make to each of these clients, it's such a pleasure because we're in such the right space. Like the relationship is so on point. It's just a beautiful place to be. And I know that alignment is there, that flow and ease are there because of the changes I've made to my own life and to my own business to create the space to invite those literal ideal clients to the table. Also, my belief in my online offerings, like my kind of intro level stuff that I offer, it's so amped up because I'm so confident in what I can offer to all kinds of people. And as I built up that confidence in who I am as a person, like just as a person, my confidence in what I do as a business amplified tenfold. And so I was able to take this week off of work knowing that my business wasn't going to implode in doing so. And the coolest thing for me, the coolest thing was that I actually made money while I was at the cottage because of the passive income streams that I've set up in place. So it's pretty satisfying to go on a four-hour canoe trip with your uncle, cousins, aunt, daughters, find a rope swing, have a picnic on the beach while kids are flinging themselves off the rope. And then get home to the cottage and see that, you know, five more people have bought your course. That's like really, really satisfying, especially when the course that you're selling in this passive way is so aligned with making positive impact on people's lives. It is an unprecedented feeling. It like it lights me up because this is how we change the world. And I'm so proud to have created this business and this work lifestyle that allows me to do exactly that. We have such a narrowly defined definition of what success looks like. 
and what it feels like. And I've done a podcast on that too. If you kind of go back through the uh, through the queue uh, on how Instagram is ruining our lives, and it's um, that's really started to affect our critical thinking skills. It, we really start to buy into this notion of the iceberg that we see 10% of what success looks like and we buy into, oh, like that's all it takes. Uh, and what we don't often see, and so what sets us up for massive failure is that there's like this other 90% of what it takes to become successful in the traditional sense. And that's like doing such a disservice. Nonetheless, we have such a narrowly defined definition of what success looks like and what it feels like. My intention as a person, as a mother, as a business owner, as a future partner, my intention is to make an impact while making an income. A big one for both of those, a big impact, big income. The more clear I am on my gifts, the better I show up. Or the more authentically I show up. The more authentically I show up, the more at peace I feel. And the more at peace I feel, the more successful I become. And if you get one thing out of this podcast today, let it be this. Let me just switch the wording around so it's very much related to you in your own life and you can just press rewind or play. I just came from the cottage, right? And we had a VCR there. So I'm like stuck on rewind mode. You can just loop it back over and over again. The more clear you are on your gifts, the more authentically you show up. The more authentically you show up, the more at peace you feel. The more at peace you feel, the more successful you become. This is my secret sauce knowing unequivocally that nothing will be good enough for you until you are good enough for you. Nothing. This, this inner knowing, it has to come from within. This validation, this acceptance, it has to come from you, not from anybody else. No relationship can give this to you. No amount of social media following can give this to you. No amount of accolades, even if they're like really prestigious accolades, Nothing can fill that void unless you fill it with self-acceptance and unconditional self-love. It doesn't matter how many high-profile celebrity clients you have. It doesn't matter. If you can't be enough for you as you are, nothing will ever be good enough for you. I can't say this enough. Like Nothing you reach for will fill that void if you allow there to be a void. Life is a long game, and it's composed of several moments. When you dial up the joy, you change your frequency. And if you're looking for ways to dial up your joy, you can circle back to a previous podcast because I talk at length about how to do this for you. When you dial up the joy, you change your frequency. When you have the courage to face your fears and to name your feelings and stop shaming your feelings, that's when you empower yourself to heal. When you dare to heal, and when you take that big step of deciding to be ready to heal, I've got great news for you. The hardest part is already done. That's why mindset is the foundation of all your future success. 
there's so much mindset involved with becoming who you are and it never gets nearly as much attention as it deserves. You can call it mindset. You can call it emotional intelligence. You can call it healing. It's, it's all the same thing. But when you have the courage to heal your emotions, to revisit your experiences in a naming capacity, not a shaming capacity, when you have the wherewithal to identify your wounds, when you dare to confront your money mindset and your beliefs about your worth and how much money you're allowed to have or spend or be in the presence of or which table you deserve a seat at, when you have the courage to really, really start to look at and get clear on, maybe even question your limiting beliefs and limiting decisions, that's when you're actually doing the work. This is emotional alchemy. This is what the work is. It's all of the mindset stuff, this foundational stuff that feels really icky at first because it starts to challenge what you thought was true and you learn how to unlearn that and replace it with what you actually believe to be true. This is a very human experience. And it's healing all that human stuff that allows you the space to invite all the good stuff in. You know, I write in my book, uh, To Call Myself Beloved, a story of hope, healing, and coming home, that we tend to self-select into two camps, the ones who focus on the pain or the ones who focus on the healing. And trust me, if you are avoiding the pain, you are focused on exactly that. You know, it's like, if I say to you, don't picture a pink fuzzy elephant right now, chances are all you can picture is a pink fuzzy elephant. If you're not identifying, not even identifying, if you're not having the um, the courage to tap into past pain and experiences and allowing yourself to learn the lessons and then even bigger, learn it, letting, ugh, allowing yourself to forgive and let go you are inadvertently focused on that pain because you're inadvertently hanging on to it. So you get to decide if you're going to focus on the pain or if you're going to focus on the healing. And then you act accordingly. And your actions, depending on what you choose, are going to be very, very, very different. Inner peace is the new success. And ultimately, it is also the catalyst that begets more traditional success as we as we typically think of it or, or uh, define it. And isn't that funny? Like the more at peace you become with yourself just as you are, that's when you start to tend to invite more money, more experience, more opportunity, more aligned relationships. Like all that stuff tends to flow to you a lot more easily, a lot more easily because you don't need it, because you're already secure with who you are and you're already confident in who you are and what you offer and how you show up. It's so beautiful and we have it wrong. We usually climb and climb and climb and climb and we're like, what the hell? How come I don't feel good? When we focus on feeling good, that's when all that stuff that we're climbing for tends to wiggle its way into our life with a lot greater ease because of this frequency shift, because of this mindset shift, because of this perspective shift that we're allowed to see things totally differently. And we don't rely on that external stuff to feel good. 
we already feel good. The external stuff is just a bonus that augments and supports and adds joy to our already awesome inner world. When you are ready to come home to yourself, when you are ready to invest in your healing, when you're ready to courageously become the vision of yourself you can't stop dreaming about, call me. It's actually easier than you think it might be. And as I said, the hardest part is just deciding to be ready. Once again, when you climb and climb and climb and climb and you have everything you've always wanted and you realize you have that feeling of like, uh-oh, <laughs> uh-oh, I'm looking around and I'm feeling guilty because I shouldn't be feeling like this, but I just don't feel like whole. I don't feel as good as I thought I was going to feel. That's the moment you can really, I think I'm overusing the word courageously, but it's, it's true. That's the moment you can courageously identify that there's work to be done. Our feelings are simply feedback. And that feedback gives us incredibly valuable insights as to what still needs to be healed. So if the feedback that you're getting is that there's something missing or there's a loneliness or there's like a deep want or imposter syndrome or perceived lack of ability or fear of getting found out or waiting for the other shoe to drop or feeling like you need to control everything all the time or shit's going to fall apart, listen to those feelings. Pay attention to the feedback you're getting because the feedback you're getting is telling you, it's telling you, you have everything you need inside you already. That feedback is telling you what still needs to be healed. All you have to do is take that big breath, reach out, ask for help, and start that healing process. When you start that healing process, that, again, is when you create this deep level of inner peace, which is success. That's it. You know, like our purpose is to learn ourselves while unlearning ourselves and consistently show up as the best possible version of who we are in our most natural state so that we can affect the greatest impact of change and of service on the world around us. You only get to that point when you feel really comfortable with who you are and what you're doing. So don't be, don't fall victim to this like, alternative model that we've been taught to follow, pay attention to what your feelings or what your inner world is telling you and what it still needs. Cultivate, man, cultivate your own success from that place and then watch as the outer world around you, all this stuff external to you starts to fall more into place. If you ever want to come over and watch Netflix with me, I promise you there it's like it's kind of an intense experience because even with this escapism TV, like say yes, I do. It should be just escapist, but it triggers all kinds of like rabbit holes of what does it all mean and where are we going and how can I use this pop cultural example to, for my people and really start to affect an even higher impact or greater change on their life. If this meta style nerd conversation <laughs> brings you joy and if it brings you value oh man I would appreciate it so much if you could leave me a review one of my intentions in my uh, growing business is to become top 10 rated podcast and reviews really help with that so leave a review 
I love to share them on Instagram. If you want to take a photo of you listening and tag me, I'd love to share that. I just really want to grow this community in this really beautiful, organic way. And as I said, if you want more, I have more for you, baby. So I just head over to lisewilcox.com. As I said, there are two courses in addition to private coaching with me. There's an, uh, an online self-study course in confidence and an online self-study course in uh, self-love. And of course, book launch is happening on Amazon, August 11th. And I really hope to see you there from the comfort of your living room. But the only way you're going to find out about it is to subscribe at leaseblocks.com. Thank you so much for sharing this space with me today. I really value you. I really value your time and I really value this shared currency of connection from wherever you are in the world from my little home recording studio. So thank you for being you and um, we'll chat soon. By all means, learn from the past, prepare for your future, but ultimately you have to live in the now. It's fascinating when you just focus on, you know, imagining what the highest version of yourself would do, and then you start to act as if you already are that person, you can watch it transform your behavior right now. We did it. (laughs) Let's go get some tacos.